did. Hey there, this is Tanya Wright from thenaturalhomeschool.com, the place for homeschool and Montessori lovers ready to make themselves centered, organized teachers, nurture happy children, and create smooth and successful days. Let's get you closer to your transformation today. Welcome. Hello, I want to welcome you to the Natural Homeschool Show today. Today's topic is very important, and I think that you're going to find it very helpful. But first, let me invite you to two Facebook groups that we have. One is called the Natural Homeschool Community, and that group is for all homeschoolers. No matter what method of education you're using, you are welcome to join. It is very enlightening. I share a lot of information there. People ask for advice. We have good conversations. We get to know each other, and it is a safe place to talk all things homeschool. The other group is called the Montessori Way Prep Room. And that group is special because it is all things Montessori, whether you're homeschooling or you're having um, a little class in your home, you're doing it at home, you're doing it in a daycare, you're doing it in a school setting, it doesn't matter. We talk all things Montessori there. And it is very helpful and enlightening because I share Montessori only material that will help you grow on your Montessori journey. So make sure to keep note of these two groups and join them today. I also want to tell you that every week we talk about a different topic that is Montessori, but I can't possibly talk about the entire thing all at once. It would take too long. So I send an email weekly. And that email is very important because it's the one that's going to go deeper. It's going to go a little deeper in the topic that we're talking about. And so here is the link where you can sign up for those emails if you are interested in diving deeper than just what you're learning in these weekly trainings. Okay, so I wanted to invite you to those two things first, and then we will get started on our conversation today. Today's topic is the how to do discipline the Montessori way. Discipline the Montessori way. Discipline or Montessori or discipline in general is a very touchy subject. Why? Because it entails, um, you know, a way of raising children. And sometimes we can step on people's toes. Many people avoid talking about it because discipline itself is kind of a taboo topic. We don't want to step on people's toes. We don't want to dictate. We don't want to tell people this is the right way. This is the wrong way. But you know what? It is a very important topic that needs to be talked about. And it is even more important to discuss discipline if you are doing Montessori because it is going to be something that you definitely want to implement in an effort to live a Montessori lifestyle. So in reality, it we know that Montessori is unique and different, but it is unique and different in many aspects, and this includes discipline. So let's discuss three ways to incorporate discipline in our lesson planning and in your everyday awareness. If you are looking to becoming a centered, organized Montessori guide, nurture happy, normalized children, and you want to create smooth, successful Montessori days, then you are in the right place. Let me know in comments what you know about this topic, what you have applied, 
what you have tried that worked, what you have tried that didn't work, and if you have any questions as we get into this training. In this training, I will give you three very important categories in discipline to pay attention to in order to do discipline the Montessori way correctly. Are you ready? Make sure to take notes because this is going to be a very important topic for you. Number one, let me show you slide number one. Limits. You want to set boundaries that make sense. That makes sense. Okay. You don't want to set boundaries that are completely off or that don't make any sense to the child. And if those limits don't make sense to the child, make sure that you help them understand why they make sense. Many Montessori teachers are kind of hands off when it comes to discipline in terms of a child acting out. They tend to focus on the discipline of the Montessori works themselves, and they kind of stay away from the parenting side of discipline. And by this, I mean that the ins and outs of the careful preparation and the steps of using the work is what they focus on. So they want discipline, but they're talking more about the discipline of the steps, the order of the different works, how they're done and all of that. But what about the Montessori approach to discipline in behavior, in a child's behavior? Well, it is an essential part of the puzzle that you do not want to ignore or neglect for sure. As you fill out your Montessori planner or your teacher planner, be sure to keep track of the boundaries that you have set in a child's behavior. This can be a boundary in terms of, you know, how many times you will repeat a request before a consequence is put in place, uh, how long you will argue a specific situation and things like that. Just I'm not going to put words in your mouth or put too many examples in that because like I said, you know, discipline varies from person to person, from environment to environment, from group to group. So you do what is comfortable and what is right for you. But you do need to be consistent with these boundaries and be firm, especially if you're trying to establish those boundaries. It's going to be a little bit hard at first to have those boundaries and to set them right from the very beginning, but you know what? It is worth it. It really is worth it. Here's a quote by Maria Montessori. We must help the child to act for himself, will for himself, think for himself. This is the art of those who aspire to serve the spirit. Now, this is very important, so don't forget you have to set limits, set boundaries that make sense, be consistent, be firm, and don't budge because once these boundaries are set, you will be doing the child and yourself a big, huge favor. Things will flow more smoothly. Number two, form. You need to teach about societal scaffolding. What does that mean? Teaching about societal scaffolding. That is very important. Let's talk about why. In the multi-age classrooms, you might have a little bit of a harder time with this point. This is because not only are you dealing with children that come from different cultures, different lifestyles, different beliefs, different religions, different family um, upbringing, you're also dealing with different ages. So some children are mature enough to understand some subjects or some topics in your Montessori environment and others are not in terms of discipline. But you know what? It is definitely doable. 
Just keep an eye on this point in particular and you will be golden. As you use your Montessori planner with weekly plans, be sure to have a list of things in society that are acceptable in the general sense. So try to find that common ground where everybody or almost everybody would agree that things are acceptable in a society. So try to not step on people's toes or to tread on controversial ground, but you do find that common ground. Things that I suggest, for example, are societal scaffolding. You know, scaffolding is like um, something that you put around a structure to guide them, right? It's almost like braces on teeth or a scaffolding around a building that is getting um, built. So you keep that structure, that framework um, intact, or you make sure that that scaffolding is set in place. Well, societal scaffolding means that there are certain things that we do or don't do in society that help it run more smoothly. And I'm talking not necessarily about laws and things like that. I'm talking more about um, the social aspect of it, the cultural aspect of it, the grace and courtesy aspect of it. Okay. So some of the things that I suggest are, for example, passing gas in public, passing gas in a group of people is not necessarily uh, acceptable in society, not this society, maybe some societies accept it and it's normal, but some are not. Or belching when you are eating or you, you know, passing gas, but out of your mouth and making the loud noise might not be a society acceptable behavior. Uh, maybe not paying attention to someone when they are talking, ignoring a person, turning away from the person when they're, when they're talking to them or not responding to a person when someone is talking to them directly. Uh, there are some cultures where looking at people directly in the eye is not acceptable in the society. So there are others where you have to look at them in the eye as a sign of respect that you're paying attention when they're, when they're talking to you. So you need to be very sensitive in terms of that societal scaffolding and apply it to your particular culture, your particular society and make sure that you are consistent and that you are also setting those scaffoldings or those boundaries in that form. So if you have um, something, a behavior that might not necessarily apply to societal scaffolding in terms of the outside society, but you want to set a certain a certain behavior or a certain boundary in your own little micro society, which is your Montessori environment, then you need to do that. For example, there was a behavior that I felt was unacceptable in my Montessori environment at one point, And that was that children from other Montessori environments were freely coming in and out to our environment, talking to children and interrupting their work, causing a little bit of a distraction. So I had to set up that micro societal scaffolding for our Montessori environment, set that boundary and say, it is not acceptable for people that are not part of our environment to come in during the Montessori learning time. They can play together and talk together and visit at other times, but not during that time where we're trying to reach that 
deep mental concentration where we're trying to get children to learn and focus. So that was one of the societal scaffoldings that I had to set that was not necessarily part of the outside society, but it was part of our Montessori environment society. A quote by Maria Montessori is, preventing war is the work of politicians. Establishing peace is the work of educationists. So basically by us setting up those societal scaffoldings for children, not only will we help them be more in tune with their local society, you could also help them get in tune with the global society, but you are also helping them establish peace because that is our job to help establish peace. And this will definitely, definitely help to establish peace. Well, let, let's talk about point number three. But first, I want to share with you a little something that is going to help you a lot. So stay tuned. Discover what's stopping you from creating smooth, successful Montessori days. Are you ready to become a centered, organized Montessori guide? Are you ready to nurture happy, normalized children in the Montessori environment? Are you ready to create smooth, successful Montessori days? I have great news for you. You are not alone. Come and take the free Montessori assessment that will tell you exactly where you are in the Montessori philosophy. And then sign up to receive your detailed results in a printable starter kit. Get started today. Go to thenaturalhomeschool.com and search assessment. Yes, I definitely want to encourage you to take the assessment on where you are on your Montessori journey. You will land on one of four levels. One is I'm new to Montessori, so I don't know much about it. And four is I am confident in it. I know a lot about it and I have applied it for a while, but I still feel like something is missing. Just the one little something that gets me almost there. And so you will be getting, depending on your level, your starter kit, the Smooth Successful Montessori Day Starter Kit, where you can print it out and go through the 18 steps of things that you can do today, start doing today, implementing today to get you on your journey to smooth, successful Montessori days. So be sure to take that assessment. Go to thenaturalhomeschool.com and search assessment if you don't see it right then and there on the main page. It will take you right to the Montessori assessment. It is 18 questions where I will diagnose and prescribe what you need to do to get on the right path on your Montessori journey without wasting any more time. And then you will get that in your email so you can print it out and start implementing right away. All right, let's get to our point number three of today's training. Number three, so point number one was limits, right? You set boundaries, that makes sense. Number two, it's going to be the form. And that means you're going to form the child helping with a societal scaffolding. Number three, consequences discuss the effects of natural consequences. 
In Montessori schools, you have to have a certain set of consequences, such as sending a child to the main teacher, the principal, whatever you call the main person that runs the school, if they are not behaving correctly. But you need to show children what natural consequences are. These natural consequences are so important because this is what life is really about. The natural consequences are directly connected, directly connected to the behavior, okay? Now, I cannot stress enough how much you need to reiterate over and over again that the word consequence does not necessarily mean that something bad happens. Don't connect the word consequence only to negative. So children don't get this negative feeling every time they hear that word. No, there are good consequences and bad consequences. Consequences are just the, the, um, the cause and effect, right? You do something and then something else happens because of that effect that that action so you do something and then something else happens because of that you do something good something good happens you do something bad something bad happens and that is in general how natural consequences work so you need to talk about natural consequences after you reiterate that there are good consequences and bad consequences not always connecting the word consequence to something bad so first talk about the word consequence then introduce the term natural consequence. That means that the consequence, whatever effect they get from their behavior is naturally connected to that behavior. Okay. Give examples of these things relevant to them. So children understand it and can relate to these natural consequences. Be open to get examples from them if they have any and make sure that they are really understanding that they need to be connected. Okay. So something random like I am throwing a ball up in the air. A natural consequence could be that it accidentally gets thrown against the wall and a picture falls off the wall and it breaks, right? That's a natural consequence that is possible. It's not a for sure thing because we don't know if that ball is accidentally going to go to the wall, but we need to just connect it to a possibility, right? A, a, consequence that would not be a natural consequence is you are throwing the ball up in the air and a child falls outside the room. That has nothing to do, the child falling outside the room has nothing to do with you throwing the ball up and down in the air. That is not a natural consequence. So make it very clear for children to really understand. In your lesson planner or homeschool planner, whatever planner um, you are using, include a list of examples of natural consequences that children might understand. So if you overeat, the consequence is that you get a tummy ache, for example. If you stay up all night, a natural consequence would be that you will be tired and grumpy the next morning, right? You see the pattern? Well, a quote by Maria Montessori is, such prices and punishments are, if I may be allowed the expression, the bench of the soul, the instrument of slavery for the spirit. So when we are always tying the word consequence to something negative, we are using it as an instrument of slavery for the spirit. No consequences can be good or bad. And so they uh, need to understand that natural connection. 
You need the limits, the boundaries. You need the form, the societal scaffolding. And you also need to discuss consequences, specifically the natural consequences, because that is what makes the most sense. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you the links to three books that discuss discipline. I will only be sharing three today, but I'm going to be sharing these links for three books, okay? But if you want to get the links to 10 books that discuss discipline the Montessori way, then be on the lookout for the blog post that is the title of today's training. Let's wrap this up by me telling you that today's plan of action is for you to think about these three points of discipline the Montessori way and also sign up for the Montessori assessment so you can find out where you are on your Montessori journey. Once you find out where you are on your Montessori journey, it is going to be so much easier for you to really understand where you are. Get the starter kit, print it out, make sure that you are on the right path to starting the right way. You will get your assessment. You will get your level diagnosis. You will get your prescription, which is the starter kit. Print it out, get working on it, and you're going to be on your way to get started with Montessori the right way. If you have been doing Montessori for a while and you need a refresher, you need something new, you need to find out what you can um, improve, then you will want to take this as well. So this assessment is not just for new people. I want everybody to benefit from it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been wonderful and I will see you again next week. I appreciate you sharing time with me today. You have tons of choices about what you're listening to and I love that you chose the Natural Homeschool Show. Thank you. Well, that's it for today. Until next time, this is Tanya Wright with the naturalhomeschool.com. I hope that you will use this training to create solutions that will bring about smooth, successful days for you. Let's get you closer to that transformation today.